This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Win bet get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet for up to five hundred dollars terms and conditions do apply get the details at winnbet.com and download the app today and we're also brought to you by roman roman is a straightforward way to take care of your ed just head to get roman.com slash sgp for fifteen dollars off your first month that's get roman.com slash sgp and we're also brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is home to the best ball mania 2 contest where you can win a million dollars that's right a million bucks sign up today now at underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn all right welcome back you dgens uh we're here to preview the byron nelson uh my man did a solo pod last night because my computer uh i don't know did whatever technology does when it wants to fucking ruin a goddamn monday uh so it's myself boston capper and the god of golf himself and solo podcaster Steve Shermer, are you ready for the Nelson baby? Well, I mean, I hate to fact check you like five seconds of the podcast, but it was not actually last night. Uh, let me tell you what happened. Uh, let's pull back the curtains. Last so, night. So, yeah, last I recorded night. a uh, 50-minute oh, podcast last you. night. <laughs> that didn't work. Then I got up at about five in the morning, uh, determined. I was stubborn. I, I, I had to give content to the people. Uh, recorded a 25-minute one uh, at about five in the morning. That audio is messed up. I was going to say screw up, but you know, I just like, you know what? I am determined. I'm going to get something to you guys. Did an 18 minute podcast, sped through it, uh, botched a couple ad reads. I'm sorry, advertisers. You guys are great. Uh, I am, I'm mush mouth and, uh, you know, kind of fumbled through it because that was the first time I do it. And I have a newfound respect for my co host. You are much better at ad reads than I am. But yeah, so I mean, so typically what, you know, I would do a little recap of the golf course. But honestly, because I just dropped the podcast today, go yeah, listen to it. It's 18 yeah, minutes. It's I sped through it. Gate a lot of nuggets. I, I think the only thing I would add is I heard an interesting wrinkle, and I want to run this by you. Okay. Is so it rained a lot today. Yeah. At TBC Clark Ranch, like buckets. And one little thing I forgot about is there's this new little trend the PJ Tour likes to do called uh, lift clean in place. Oh. And uh, I got a feeling they're going to be doing that probably tomorrow. Think so. Yeah. Well, not Pro- tomorrow. What, what day is that? Say Wednesday. Earth, it, I don't know. Oh, I have bro, no don't idea. do that. Don't do that to me. Fucking Christ. <laughs> All right. It's Thursday. <laughs> so, so it's supposed to rain tomorrow, too. Yeah, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, too. So probably, I mean, there's there's been a lot of push that driving distance is going to matter a lot this week. And I still think it will. I mean, th- this thing is wide open. And I've seen a little bit of pushback. I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to take driving distance out because, you know, it doesn't look like that's a big factor for scoring. But, I mean, my response to that is. It's like when we go to a golf course where it's really hard to hit the fairways. You know, people are like, oh, well, like the guys are really good at the fairways going to be advantage. No, it's, you know, basically just free for all. But when it's easy to do something, when you suck at it, that's when you're exposed. So, yeah, if you can't bomb it, you know, it's uh, it's going to be, you know, it's it's you're going to be on eight ball. So for all the for all the shorter hitters, though, if you hit the fairway, you're still going to be OK. Uh, I think if you're a short hitter who tends to suck off the tee, I think you're into it for a really long week and you're going to be buying the eight ball and, you know, it's not going to go well for you. So, um, but other than that, if you want to find out more about the golf course, uh, check out the podcast I posted this morning. And, and go to your article. Uh, the article always breaks it down. Oh, and the article as well. Um, you know, I add a couple new wrinkles, you know, 
because I had you know 24 hours to digest a new golf course right. uh, too. So, uh, I mean, so let's why don't we just get right to the real quick, betting real, card? Real, real quick, real okay. quick. So, did you see that Kiwa is going to be the longest course ever played on the PGA Tour? I am not surprised. I listened to a podcast today uh, where they brought on, I think his name's Scott Sherman. He's a uh, Pete Dye disciple, and oh. they actually did some renovations to the, the golf course. Not, not really, re- it's more like tinkering and refinement to it. And uh, basically, they added a bunch of tee boxes okay. uh, to make it very long. So I am not surprised. Uh, I took notes about all the changes that uh, they made. Um, and you'll be primed and ready on Sunday. Let's go, that. but baby. but we got to get through this crappy tournament. Yeah, let's go, so. let's go. Listen, we're gonna make some fucking money this week. Crappy tournament, non crappy tournament. That's what we do. We'll find you some gems. We'll make some fucking money. Hey, hey listen, we might even get another fucking outright. All right, yeah. I'm not ha- I'm not happy with our average. I mean, it's better than most people's, but I'm still not happy with it. So we're gonna do fucking better. Well, I I, I want to address the audience too, and uh, you know, listen. I, yes, I I got a winner, but it was all thanks to my co-host and. Listen, there's a little bit of my ego involved in some of this stuff, and the fact that I had to basically just get drag kicking and screaming on Rory, it, it, it was, you know, it wasn't didn't make take, make victory quite as sweet. It wasn't oh, like I drag. Stop it! I, there's a lot of ego involved in this stuff, Jesus. and like, so I listen. Like, did I did we get Rory? Yes, I did. I mean, all the credit goes to Boston Capper on that. You should definitely take a victory lap. Um, what how I gauge. My performance every week is matchups. Yep. And my matchups were horrendous last week. Like, just terrible. And honestly, the pre-tournament stuff has been bad for a couple of tournaments. I was feeling bad about it, but then I noticed on Data Golf when we went there, they're doing really bad, too. It seems like a lot of just, like, sharp, traditional plays just, just been getting crushed. So, you know, I think a turnaround's coming. Uh, I refined a little bit of how I looked at matchups on Saturday. Went a little better. I got pretty unlucky with a couple of those that I uh, screened at Boston Capper before we got on here about, you know, how Jason Duffner completely boned me. Um, but I'm feeling good about this week. I like some of the plays I have. Let's go make some money, all right? Let's make some fucking there money. You go. That's what it's all about. Turn around. All right, so uh, we want any updates on the weather? It looks like it's fine. It looks like the best day is actually tomorrow. Oh, fuck Christ! Now look what you did. The best, <laughs> the best day is Thursday, and uh, although on a weekly basis I go into work on Wednesday after doing the doing the pod, and I'm like in a full panic. Like when I wake up at six a.m., I'm like, "Fuck!" I need to get my bets in. I'm like, "Oh Christ! It's only fucking Wednesday." Yeah, you still got you got a bunch of time yeah. I still there, have so. Yeah, but, I yeah, mean, I, it looks yeah, good. So, uh, Saturday, Sunday look pretty bad. I mean, it's. The wind's like, what, 15? 15 to 20 with thunderstorms on fucking... On yeah, su- Sunday might be kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, how much of that wind is attributed to the thunderstorm, though? Yeah, and isn't this so. protected by trees anyway, for the most part? You know, honestly, not really. Like, there's there's a pocket of trees um, to the southeast of the golf course. The back is pretty exposed, though. Like, okay. it's like there's small trees, but, like... You know, like the branches are high over top. Like there's, so they're still getting the gusts. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of it. It's, it, I like, I, I wasn't kidding. It really does remind me a lot of Scottsdale. Like Scottsdale okay. has those low trees. Like, yeah. even if you hit it like towards some of those trees, like you don't have any overhanging branches. You know, as long as you're not behind it, you're fine. So, um, you know, we'll talk about some guys tonight that have pretty good histories at Scottsdale. Uh, considering that Tom Weisskopf developed that, and he's uh, the artist behind this golf course. I think it's a good comp. I think it's a solid one to lean on a little bit. If, if, if you're in a pinch and want to break a tie, you know, go look at how they do there. And I think you'll you'll be OK. So why, right. why don't we do um, where the ownership is right now? 
Okay, so yeah. So, so over ten thousand uh, dollars. The top two guys are Bryson by a mile. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I have a serious track record of being a week too early. <laughs> I went on Bryson last week at a pretty good price. He is now half the price I got him for, for last week. I have a very sick feeling he's going to end up winning. Um, but he's 22% on DraftKings. He's 8-1 uh, to one in the betting card. You so know, bad. So yeah, If you want to pay up for him, we'll see. Uh, Spieth also is over 20% right now. He came out today, and uh, I, the reason why he didn't play the match is because he got COVID. Yeah, where the fuck did that come from? Good boy. I mean, like, listen, it's we it's really need Adam Schefter golf. We should figure out a way. Well, to make that would Adam Schefter that golf. Would, he would get sued for violating HIPAA if he tweeted that. Yeah, That'd but he could, get, he could get permission from him and it'd be fine. <laughs> okay, that's how it works. I, all right, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Spieth said today that uh, he felt pretty bad during it. He's shaken off the rust, so we'll see. I mean, he's still pretty popular. I think a lot of people are going on because he won the Valero uh, before the Masters. People think he's going to win the Byron Nelson ahead of the PGA. Texas we'll guy. Texas guy. Texas course, man. Exactly. He looks great at below tight, doesn't he? Oh, I can't wait for you to, you know, to say, like, oh, he's a Texas guy. He, even if he has nothing to do with Texas. Yo, listen, you have scared me for that. Like, I'm careful about that now. Uh, do your homework on that. So, yeah. um, I mean, other, you know, Daniel Berger is popular as well. Uh, yes, he, he has the curse of a certain uh, mush uh, out there. So who, who, who are some so, uh, uh, a uh, guy from Canada. Oh, nice and a curse. Yes. Okay, Stu's whatever. Who gives you shit? They, they, they listen to us. They listen to them. John Rump's only fifteen percent here. That might be an opportunity to go back to him. Uh, yeah. He burned a lot of people last week, and that Potter know, man, see. bro, that Potter. And I know we'll, we'll get to him at ten thousand dollars. All right, nine thousand dollar range. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is the uber chalk this week. Mm-hmm. Is, Texas guy. Yes, Texas guy. Texas guy. <laughs> I played well the match play. I mean, one thing I want to caution though is I think he was uber chalk at the Valero and he missed the cut then. Yep, Texas guy. You're in a, a lot Texas of tournament. You're, you're a lot of same things about him this week. And I mean, look, like we'll we'll get to him. I mean, he's on, on paper he looks great, but just. Everyone literally is on him, and he also has the mush curse of a uh, uh, certain someone who uh, we used to work. Yeah, of a person who went to go work at this company. So, I was like, we didn't uh, used to work with that dude. What are you talking about? Did we work? <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so he's popular. Um, Zalatoris is 15%. Fitzpatrick's 15%. They're both playing pretty well. Um, let's see. Brian Palmer's getting a little steam because why is that Boston Capper? Because it's a John Rahm golf course. Uh, and Texas guy. Texas guy. Okay. There you go. All right, $8,000 range. I mean, it doesn't look like a lot of people are going in this range very much. I mean, Siwoo is at 15%. Uh, your boy, Thomas Peter, is 15% as well. Both of my guys are Chuck. Like, I know. Uh, like, zero chance. So I'll still play Siwoo Chuck. There's zero chance of playing fucking Peter's. Chuck. I mean, Luke Liss is also Chuck, so there's three of your guys right there. I know. I know. So, yeah, that's that's not great. You're going to have to make a little decision now, huh? Uh, I mean, Charles Schwartzel is just, I mean, he's playing great, but $8,100 for Charles Schwartzel. That's a pass. Yeah, we'll talk about the $8,000 range later. Uh, $7,000 range. You have Chalk Doug Gim again. Yeah, like huge Chalk. Yeah, big Chalk. Like he's getting 20% this week. And again, why is he Chalk? Oh, is he a Texas guy? UT. Oh, I didn't know that. Welcome horns. So, again, Chalk, well, he's also getting some podcast bump. I mean, he's been hitting the ball great tee to green, not putting great. You know, that's not an awesome combination for a birdie fest, but we'll see. Uh, Taylor Gooch, he was pushing 20% of his uh, early in the week. That ownership has subsided a little bit. Yeah, uh, Brant, 
He did over the fucking weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, he still finished like T27. So yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was so, bad, bad, bad for my DK lineup. I know. That, I know. I know. <sighs> we were hoping for a second place finish. But uh, Brad Snedeker's 10%. Sepp Straka's about 11%. Uh, Tom Hoagie's like 10%. Johnny Vegas, your boy, 14%. 14%. And you, you cannot and, play a Johnny Vegas 14. Well, you got jo- to be out of jo- Johnny Vegas, why is he chalk? He's from Venezuela. He went to UT. Oh, listen, why, do you, why do you know where they went to fucking college? That's insane. Because I'm the god of golf. I'm supposed to know this stuff. Uh, Tom Hoagie, why is he popular? Because he's a Texas guy. He went to TCU. So he's it. actually from Fargo, North Dakota, though. Oh, so, my God. But he ended really? up at TCU. Does, so, he talk, does he talk like that? I have no idea. I don't think I've ever heard Tom Hoagie talk. I feel like I need to hear Tom Hoagie talk. I mean, talk he now. could have a lisp or like a falsetto voice, and I wouldn't even know. Did so. you watch Did you watch the FX show of Fargo? Uh, I used to, and then the last couple seasons have been kind of bad. No, so, dude. The last one with Chris Rock was fucking money. I, I didn't I did enjoy it. I watched what? the episodes, and I'm like, I'm out. Oh, you, you, sir, have te- – never mind. I forgot you didn't – you think Goodfellas isn't good, so you're – no, I, I, li- I, like the, I like the first two seasons of Fargo. The last two, yeah. The first two seasons was just the fucking movie. It was great, though. The movie's great, was, and that was great. Yeah, it was fine, but they, they were able to spin it off. All of it was great, except whatever, man. Your, your opinion. Right, we're not going to turn this to the TV, you know, takes. Listen, podcast, we'll, so. we'll do what we want. This is our podcast. We're growing All up, right. man. A- a- anyways, round out the $7,000 line. This is a big range, by the way. Uh, Tom Lewis is at 10%. Uh, he... Boned everybody lad bad last week, but people don't care. They're going back to him. Uh, Vincent Whaley also been playing pretty well. I mean, that was good when he was like three percent. Um, I mean, credit where credit is due. Uh, Nagel's Bagels was kind of on him for the past couple weeks, and I, I'm gonna guess looking at this ownership, he's probably gonna say pass, and he's probably gonna be right. So, ten uh, percent ownership for Vince Whaley. Good luck if you want to go with that. Uh, and then under seven thousand dollars, honestly, there's not really a whole lot going on. Yeah, I mean, KH Lee's been hitting the ball great T to green lately, six yeah. percent. I don't see anybody else over like seven. It seems like the play this week is two guys up the top, and then like four guys in the seven thousand dollar range. That's that's a yeah. you know on paper very safe lineup. So. Right. Uh, chances are you probably want to go with everybody in the eight thousand dollar range and everybody in the six thousand dollar range. That's exactly. Yeah. And good luck. Good luck picking the six K guys. Good. Yes, exactly. Luck. So. All right. That's All right, it. Well, yeah, that's where the ownership's at. So uh, before we uh, start breaking down the tiers, jumping into the ten thousand dollar and up range, listen. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with Win Las Vegas Experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, plays, and sports games. There's generous promos, odds, and parlays happening right now at WinBet. So get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of the five hundred dollar risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions do apply. So get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app. Today, uh, so I actually liked from what were they showing at? They had Champ, Scam Champ. I know Steve's rolling his eyes. I'm not even looking at him. Uh, he was at plus eight fifty for an outright. That's it's like ten you, points you better than anywhere you else. You can't bear to look at my eyes when you say that. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's, I, it's, I can, it's I can shame. see the pain and shame in your yeah, eyes. It's a shameful look down. It's a shameful look down. Yeah. But listen, it's yeah, plus you should turn off your video next time when you admit that you bet Cam Champ. <laughs> Whatever, yes. man. But it is a great price on win bet, So there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. Ten K range. What do you got? All right. I mean, not, now that Dustin Johnson withdrew, we got five guys. It starts with Bryson Shamble up at eleven two. Goes all the way down Dana Berger ten one. I mean. I'll be perfectly honest. It's it's kind of hard to find a fault in any of these guys. I can um, find a fault in Rom. 
Why are you finding fault in Rom? Because well, he hurts my feelings that. with his putting. And it makes okay, me we'll upset. Take your, we'll, take, we'll take your feelings aside. Yeah. Fine. So, Go ahead. I didn't mean to Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I mean, it, it comes down to this. I mean, I think the only one I don't like is I don't like hearing that what Speed said about the COVID and the fact he's got to shake off rust. This isn't like when he went to Valero. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to win. You know, it makes it seem like he's sure going to try to like kind of find a groove. Maybe he makes a run over the weekend, but I think of these five, especially because it's twenty percent ownership, will probably pass. Um, I mean, I want to play Bryson, but if it, at twenty-one percent ownership, that's probably pass too. Um, I'm hearing a lot of fade on Hideki, and I would be careful with that. Yeah. I mean, listen, like there's the narrative of yeah, he just went around Japan and did a victory tour, everything like that. But I think the one thing that like wants me to kind of caution on just openly fade him is a the ownership it's he's the least popular everybody and b if we're making a direct comp to tbc scottsdale i mean yeah. he's the king he's the king yeah yeah he plays that course great and this tee to green it looks exactly like the place and um you know he came out of nowhere to kind of win the masters and again we don't really know what he's been going doing for a month like he just been over to japan you know maybe he's in a good state of mind he's a little more relaxed and now he's not the schneid maybe he could come out and play well this week and the fact he's under 10 percent, i kind of like it um I would like I would really like Daniel Berger if he wasn't Andrews this week. That kind of stinks. But I mean, if you don't believe in that and you think he's due for a win, I mean, he's a pretty great golfer. This place He's good at Scottsdale. He's really good at all the TBC golf courses too. like all these like easy setups. Like that's pretty good with him. He gains a ton of strokes off the team. Like he gets it's he's only averaging two nine off the team. That's perfectly fine. For, you know, if he's getting all those strokes, great iron player, awesome putter, Lots of birdies. There's some intangibles with him too. Like he's won twice um, in like these low purse terms before a major. Mm-hmm. You know, he won the FedEx St. Jude before it was a WGC for the U.S. Open. Those are his first two wins. So he's definitely the type of guy that before a major, he doesn't care. He's going to go off for a win. He's already won one of these crappy events in the Pebble <laughs> Beach where it was a bunch of yeah. stars at the top and a bunch of junk at the bottom. He went out and won that. So yeah, yeah I mean, there, there's a lot of things to like if he wasn't for the fact he was super mushed. Other, but um, you know, I mean, listen, like for DraftKings, you know, throw maybe a couple lineups, maybe like if he doesn't win, if he finishes like fourth, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he still get a lot of points, a lot of birdies for you. So I, I still like Burger, but it's hard for me to argue anybody in this range. But I think probably the ones I'm just going to avoid is the most popular options in Deshambo and Spieth and. It's funny. I mean, I didn't even mention Rom, so I'll let you handle that. So yeah, I, so like we always talk about, right? You could differentiate somewhere else if you want to take the chalk. If you if you have a strong feeling on Bryson, like like Big Boy's going to win because Steve was on him last week and could probably win this week at a shit number. Uh, um, look, definitely play him and just make sure you don't take chalk somewhere else, right? You just got to differentiate one or two golfers. Um, yeah, as, as long as you have that strong feeling. But Rom, man, like. I don't know, man. Like the only the only reason I keep going back to him is because he did he just missed the cut, and I'm pretty sure I need him to win. Uh, for my theory for next week, right? He wasn't one of the golfers for our little theory that we'll hit for the PGA next uh, week, right? No, he's no, he actually fits the theory now. Oh, he fits it now. Yeah, because he missed the cut last week. Yeah. Start, he's starting this week. So as long as he doesn't miss the cut this week, he's oh. won twice in the last oh two years. Oh, my yeah, God. Easily fits. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. I'm going to put so much money on John Rob next week. So, All but right. listen, this week, whatever, like, like he's fine. His putter is fucking terrifying. Like, I, like, the equipment change thing to me is always overblown, like how Steve, like, breaks it down. Like, like it's the same shit. They just fucking, it's so specified to them with weight and everything else. They just put a different stamp on it. Like, that makes sense to me. But, man, fucking hell, man. Go back to your old putter, man. Like, his putting is just trash. Um, Speed terrifies me with COVID. Um, I had it. I still have COVID brain. I literally still have COVID brain. Like, I'll walk into a room, and it's not just my normal brain. Like, it's like I walk into a room for a purpose. I'll be like, what the hell am I walking in for? Like, that shit is legit. Hideki at 8'7". This is the guy I swore off for, for our New Year's revolution, right? <laughs> this is I swore off Hideki. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, 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 I'm back on him. Like, I mean, 8.7, Iron Game, good in Scottsdale. Like, we don't know what he's been doing for a month, but I feel like, like you said, I feel like it's almost off the schneid. Like, that weight is off. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now I can just go out and play my game. I don't, I'm not going to press in, in the third and fourth round to try to win it because I just won. So I think I'll play a little freer and a little looser. Um, I like Burger. Burger's fine. Like I'd say, the only guy I'm actually avoiding in here is Spieth, and it's only okay. because of the, because I'm scared of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it. can I say one more thing about Hideki too? Like, yeah, sure. I mean, he had the weight of the of a country, of a country. on for three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and like, like I mean, now he's really thrust in the spotlight. But the fact that he like is the first major champion of Japan, it's awesome. It's got to feel good. And oh. like, he he took that loss of the PGA in 2017 really personally. <laughs> and now the fact that he finally won, like, he, he's not. He doesn't outwardly show a lot of emotion, but I, I mean, I hate to play psychiatrist with these guys, but I gotta imagine behind closed doors, he's just got to be on top of the world. And oh, just yeah. thrilled. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so maybe this is a you know, like he'll be able to kickstart for like a really nice year and uh, you know go from there. But yeah, I, I, I think we beat up this range. Uh, we one as we always, the next as we always do, because we always find like points to argue about up here <laughs> but um all right so the 9k range uh, i got brooksy wilsey fitzy scotty uh burns leishman palmer garcia so i'm gonna avoid brooks this week still worried about the injury and as we all know this is just a primer to Dick tease us into betting him next week, right? And I, I won't even touch Will Zalatoris. I'm going to let uh, my esteemed co-host talk about him because he has a fucking boner for fucking Will Z this week. So I'm going to let him take him. I mean, Fitzy, I mean, look, man, man. How do you not, like, how do you not play him? He's played so well. He's He just has one bad round. Like, but he's played so well. This is a... Nice golf course for him. I wish the winds were up a little bit, actually. Um, but I like Fitzy this week. Um, Sky Scheffler and Faden just completely for the ownership and yeah, whatever, man. Like, I'm just fading for the ownership. Burns, eh, I mean, no. I'm just, I'm just off of him. Like, he had his win. Uh, I don't think he's going to come out and win again. I like Leishman here. Uh, shocker. Um, <laughs> I like Leishman. I like Sergio. I'm ambivalent to Palmer. Um, that's a guy I can't figure out. When I bet him, he fucks me. When I don't bet him, uh, he does well. So that's just somebody who I avoid. Um, and I let Steve try to guide me on that. But I like Leishman, Garcia, and Fitzy in this range. And I like okay. Wills too, but I'll let you handle him. Okay. No, I mean, I, I wrote about Wills Zalatoris in my picks column this week that, I mean, I, I he's going to win at some point. I like the number on him that they hung it on. Like, it, I, I got him at 28-1 to 1 early this week, and then once Dustin Johnson... Uh, yeah, uh, with Drew, he went down twenty five. I think he went twenty two on some bucks, but still, I mean, that's for a guy of this caliber, for his talent level. 
the fact that he's gone to a bunch of different golf courses when he never seen before and won. There's not many guys in this field that he can beat or he has to beat. You know, he's going to win some point. And, you know, sometimes like in these tournaments before a major, uh, that's when we've seen some of these really young, talented guys get to breakthrough win. Uh, you know, Spieth won his first win at the John Deere before the Open Championship. Bryson did the same thing. Uh, I mentioned Daniel Berger earlier. He got his first two wins at uh, the FedEx. His first one, he was, you know, pretty highly regarded rookie coming in. Uh, and then he ended up winning uh, the FedEx uh, to do that. Harris English also did the same thing. He was a very highly regarded college player. His first win came the week for a major. And, you know, maybe this is a time when a hungry guy like him can pick a win off when some of the other bigger stars are just focused on getting reps in the PGA for next week. So I really like him this week. I don't care about the missed cut last week. I think that was a fluke. There was a lot of guys who missed the cut at Quail Hollow. I mean, Rom missed the cut. Cantley missed the cut. So I'm not concerned about what happened last week. I think he's going to bounce back in a nice way. Um, I, I think I agree with you, Brooks. Um, I mean, you're my social li- uh, media li- liaison. Is he chirping at all, or has he been kind of quiet? Uh, so I actually haven't been on a lot of social media past uh, two days. Just been fucking busy. So, okay. no, I have no fucking idea. But I'll look okay. tonight. All right. We'll see. But, I mean, regardless, what, so he was limping around a month ago. It was pretty bad, right? It was bad. And, yeah. And it seemed like this is a pretty significant injury, and I, I can't imagine how – much better it is between like that a month went by. And yeah, I, mean, I mean, I, I mean, I think the only news on him was that fact he was going to play left hand against Portnoy. Did that happen at all? Or no, not yet. Like... It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I can't wait for him to be Portnoy. Either. It's going to be fucking awesome. Okay. I mean, I, I just, yeah, you got, I, you got to avoid him. And look, off, look listen, we can blind bet him next week. And yep. what's funny is, is, is when DJ withdrew, Brooks was at 20, he dropped to 18, and now he's back to 20 in most places. So it's like there's not a lot of steam on him. I feel like everybody kind of feels the same way yeah. uh, that we do on him. Um, I mean, as far as other guys in this range, I think if I am going to eat chalk, like mega chalk is probably going to be chef over this week. Yeah. I mean, I just I, like I kind of, the same spiel I had about Zalatoris about how guys get their breakthrough victory like the week for a major because some of the top players just start focusing on reps. I mean, Scheffler's in the same boat. Like he hasn't gotten yeah. a victory yet. And he's playing and I always forget that, that he hasn't won yet. I yeah. always forget. I know it's weird. I mean, he's come close a bunch of times. So you just, he hasn't won. So, I mean, that's also something. I mean, the steam on him is pretty insane, but for DraftKings, if there's chalk, I'm probably going to eat it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't actually hate Sam Burns this week just because he fits a lot of the things I'm looking for. Just a bomber, really good their irons and good putter makes a lot of birdies. Yeah. Um, why? I don't see a reason why I think he can't have another solid, you know, finish this week. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like, I like Leishman, um, just simple, although I don't really know what to make of him though. I mean, just from a stat perspective, I mean, I know I got to throw it all out, but he hasn't had a shot, a shot link measured round since the players. So there's a lot of old data on him. I know he won the team event. That's a different animal than stroke play. Like I, I know there's some crossover correlation between he played really a trendy forest that had Zoysia fairways and bankgrass greens. And don't, don't so also Zoysia fairways, bankgrass really greens. play that a lot, right? What's that? Isn't that what Australian guys play a lot? Yeah, that's a, that's a popular grass type in Australia. So he's comfortable on that turf. So, yeah, that's a good reason for it. I mean, I, I love Sergio this week, too. Um, I mean, like, I you like Sergio this week, too? Yeah, I mean, the putting is a concern, but he still oh, has pretty good birdie rates. And he can ball strike his way to a good score. And, I mean, you know, like the past two tournaments have not gone very well for him. So it's a little concerning. But, you know, he tends to play pretty well in Texas. I like him. Um, so Fitzpatrick, though. So I think when I think of Matthew Fitzpatrick, I don't think of 
birdie fest with him. I know he makes a lot of birdies, but it seems like he's a better golfer in tougher conditions. That's when like he tends to shine. So, and like, even like if you like, he's only played. So I looked at like six TPC golf courses that had like bent grass or rye grass overseed. That's similar turf conditions to what they'll see. And he doesn't have very good history of it. So that, that, that kind of makes me think he, maybe this, like this type of easy, like simple, like safe setups aren't really Fitzpatrick's game. You know, maybe he's got one eye to Kiowa because I think that's actually a golf course that even with the length is going to fit him pretty well. I mean, it played pretty long in 2012. It's going to play long again next week. That didn't deter a leaderboard of really short knocking, like accurate guys. So, you know, Sam and then Ryan Palmer, I I think people are just buying into the Texas narrative. He hasn't been playing very well, though. So. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's just like a 26 and it was last like fourth or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically, I think it's like a T17 of the match play, but that doesn't really count. He just didn't get out of his pod play. So um, I, I'm probably out on him. I mean, he makes a lot of birdies. He's long off the tee. But I mean, compared to everybody else in this range, I'm not going to be on him, especially if he's going to be have the, you know, some popularity because of the Texas thing. <sighs> All right. There's another one. I'm going to scratch off or at least limit my exposure on now. I thought you said you were off Palmer. You just didn't know. You just didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with him. Like okay. I, I literally, like I said, I literally don't know. What, I don't know what to do with that guy because I'm always wrong. Always wrong. Like, All right. Okay. <laughs> so, because I, I, I'm so heavy on, on Leishman and Garcia already, I was like, I got to sprinkle something in here. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, fuck it, you know what? I'll just, I'll just pass. Okay. Is there water on this course? Because this is water, Palmer. So, that, all right. So that, that's something I want to clarify there, everybody. So there is water on it. It like I mean, runs through like nine holes or something, right? Yeah, but it's not really in play for a lot of holes. Like like the creek, like like how Tom Weisskopf set up the holes around this creek is it's basically there for eye candy. Like it doesn't come into play for any of these guys. Like it's either like 30 or 40 yards away from the green. Like it doesn't really have a chance to like roll down back into the creek or it's like 30 or 40 yards away from the fairway. Like you have to really blast it off the plan or. So it's only, so it's only in play for us, not professional. Yes. It's in play for us, not play for them. Now there's a large lake on the back nine. That's where you're probably going to see the water balls. Like there's a, there's a par three over the lake. There's a par four that runs along the edge there, but the Creek itself, like it's a nasty nasty par five on the back nine too. Like that's like 600 plus yards and super narrow fairway. I think I think, think so. all the I, I thought no I think all the par fives are reachable. Are they? I yeah, so. I mean, maybe I'll 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 go recheck, but I I thought I, I don't think there was a 600 yard par five on the on the course. I could have downloaded the wrong course on two K one. Yeah, my that's okay. You break down you break down the you break down the eight K range. I broke down the nine K range. You break it down. I'm gonna go make a drink. So I'm gonna I might overlap because my wife is in bed because she's not feeling well. So I have to make my own drinks tonight. So for oh, you, I know. Well, this is tough because I don't really like anybody in this range. So you mean you don't uh, like anybody in this range? Just Siwoo. It takes me like two seconds to make a drink. All right, I'll, yeah. I'll actually, you know what? I'll save the Siwoo talk for when you're back because I'm going to need to talk you off the ledge. A little no, bit. no. Okay. This, this all right, well, then I will avoid. I will avoid Siwoo and I'll let you talk about him. So all right, fine. All right, go make your drink. I'll start saying why I hate this range. <laughs> um, I mean, look, like. I guess you can go. I mean, I, I'm intrigued by Thomas Peters. He's been playing well when he's come stateside. He's got a bunch of top 20s, but he's popular. And like anytime you start getting these like weak fields under $9,000, like we saw it, like the Amex, we saw that. I think Pebble, like all these, like once you get under $9,000, you start hitting chalk. Like 
tends to go bad, especially for a Euro Tour player. You know, and you know, it's one thing to do what he did at Corrales. It's like another thing to do it here. And I, I would be careful with Peters a little bit. Like he's a really talented player, but you know, if you think Sung JM's a knucklehead, you know, yeah, met Thomas Peters then. Um I mean, Luke Liss and Aaron Wise, like, they're good fits for this golf course. I mean, Aaron Wise won at Trinity Forest, and it's the same turf conditions here. And I think there's there's a fine crossover between how they set up Trinity Forest and what, the, you know, TBC Craig Ranch is going to do for these guys. The problem is he's, he's popular this week, and you're paying the super premium for him, and he's an atrocious putter. And, like, <laughs> if the first two days are going to be pretty easy scoring conditions, like, if the cut's, like, minus four or minus five, like, Wise could putt his way out of this tournament easily. So that's a little bit of a problem. Like, um, I mean, Keith Mitchell, again, you're paying a premium for him. Like, you know, bomber, but he's bad putter. He's come off a good putting week at Quail Hollow, too. Cause like, Because it, it was Bermuda, though. Yeah, it, well, it was Bermuda. I mean, his putting stats in general are bad. So, like, even if it's but he's, on, he's he, only good. The only time he ever plays good. All is right, quote, quote unquote, good right, on Bermuda. Correct. But so fine, I, air, air quotes. Fine. Okay, it works. All right, even if this was on Bermuda, you'd want to fade him anyways because his putting performance was that good. It just it can only go down. I mean, if you want to go Cam Champ, good luck. I mean, I can see it. The fact that like he's really good off the tee and can blast it everywhere. But I mean, holy crap, his putting numbers is just atrocious. So, um. You know, and he's also another guy that at TBC golf courses, he's actually not very good <laughs> in his career. So, I mean, I think it's just because like those require like, like they're not demanding off the tee. So, it, you know, like it, it, he doesn't have as big of an edge there. And it's like, you know, he's got to have a hot potter. And sometimes he can put his way out of it. And I mean, you've, I've seen you scream about, you know, him on PG tour live, but like how, First of all, you blame the caddy without blaming just he's just awful putting. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, so there was a correlation to that because he was Keegan's caddy before, and now he's Cam's caddy. Like clearly, listen, this caddy is not good at helping you fucking read putts. Get that fucking guy off the tour. Like, like these guys are world class golfers. If you have somebody good who can guide you and teach you how to do something, like you can't possibly be that bad. You can't possibly. I, be that. I think Cam Cham might be that bad. So, um, I mean, <clears throat> what, what, what the hell's wrong with Jason Day's putting? I, I, I don't still know. know. I mean, he I shot the ball KT to green. He was awful again with a putter. Like, so that's, a pro- that's a problem. I mean, he's going back to his old equipment, like fucking Rory, man. Yeah, I mean, he decided to become a free agent, and, you know, that's not Wait, really working. He's not a tailor-made guy anymore? No, he isn't. He quit. He quit. He's uh, He's got a mixed bag now. So he's got a whole bunch of different shit in his bag. So it's, it's clearly not working with a putter. I mean, he's probably should pick up, you know, Oh, like Odyssey or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Harris Harris English continues to struggle off the you know tee to green. Put really well last week. I don't really want to go back to him. Yep. Lee Westwood doesn't strike me as a player who's going to like kind of look at Fitzpatrick. Like I, I want like tougher conditions for Westwood. We're more consistent ball striking. I mean, he was board. at TPC uh, down here. Sawgrass, man, he played great. Yeah, but that's I know but that's Sawgrass though. Yeah, but that's easy. It wasn't that easy. I think well, you, that's I, how you that's how you describe it. You say it's a fucking pitch and putt. CPC sawgrass, not, not, not pitch and putt. That's wrong. Uh, pitch and putt is wrong. Yeah, but you said it's like easy. It's it's not challenging other than the water. Like I didn't say that. I'm pretty sure you did. No, I didn't say that. Sawgrass is definitely the toughest of the TPCs. I yeah. mean, they're taking some of the teeth out of it because of the overseed, but that's it's still a de- it's still a demand. It's still way harder than this place. Okay. All right. I mean, you still got to. Like, I don't even know what. Can't make mistakes there. Yeah, you can't make mistakes. You, there. Get, about, you get punished when you're offline. Yeah, that's no. What about so? I mean, how easy is this golf course? 
I think it's gonna be really easy. I think I think it's gonna be like twenty-two under wins it. Ugh. Like like remember TBC Boston last year? Yeah. Like how yeah. they they ripped up that place. Yeah. I think it's gonna be similar. I think it's gonna be similar. Like I mean, no, no one's gonna thirty under like DJ did, but I think like I think the second place guy was like nineteen under, and like everybody yeah. was like and was under. That, was that was it that Scotty? Was it English? Yeah, Scott. I think someone was second. I, actually, it might have been Harris English. I think he was second. Like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was one of the Texans. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was crazy conditions. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be that easy. And, like, I don't know if I want Westwood. Like, I mean, honestly, like, of anyone in this range, <laughs> I mean, I can see Kucher put up, like, 16 under this week. Dude, no. Why so? Why not? Why not? It's not – if, if it's not going to be all that demanding tee to green, and it's going to be kind of a putting contest. He's good at TPC Boston, too. He's pretty good at TPC golf courses. Um, I mean, he complained a lot about at Trinity Forest, but like how like different it is, how he didn't like it. He wanted to go back to La- TPC Las Colinas. Now he's on a TPC golf course that kind of fits what he's good at. He doesn't get much ownership this week. I kind of like him a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, and he played well at the Valero Texas Open. That has like a he similar did. route. Plays well. It has like a similar routing, like oh, all these north no. south. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, I kind of like Kucher. I mean, I think he, like if I'm dipping in the eight thousand average, I think he's the only one I'm going to. What's his uh, What's his top ten? At? I don't know. I don't have. I, I have a good memory. I don't remember that. But I'll, I'll, yeah, you all got, right. You got, I, all right. I've talked for like ten minutes about the eight thousand average. Yeah. It's it's your turn. I, this well, is not the Steve Shermer solo pod. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man. I said I was back. So we a minute and a half. Not even a minute and a half to make a drink. All right. You get the <laughs> input, and then we're gonna have a discussion about Siwoo. All right, so uh, look, I, I I hate the fact that you think I think you just talked me into fucking Kucher. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just fucking talked me into Kucher. Everything you said makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, he's like only, he's on and record, four, he, and he's only four percent owned. Yeah, he's on record. He's like, I hate Trinity Forest. This is stupid. And like, like I like I really wish we went to TPC Four Seasons in the Las Colinas. And now he's at like he's back in his comfort zone. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you just talked me in the coocher. I'm gonna have to uh, rework some things. Uh, I'm out on day. Uh, the putting's just so bad. I didn't know he was a free agent at this point. Why would you give up a TaylorMade sponsorship? What a fucking idiot! I mean, uh, they might they might not ask him back. Yeah, maybe. Um, Harris English, I'm out on. He's just he's just he's he's not good right now. Like he, he's lost his form. And like, look, I, I hope he I, like he I, I I don't mind watching him golf. Like he seems like a good dude. Like hopefully uh, hopefully he can fix it. Peters is just too chalky, man. Like this is a guy. Uh, I don't know, man. He's, he's he's one of these DFS darlings that get talked about on podcasts, pick up steam. And look, I love him because he breaks clubs and he's a fucking maniac. And, and the and the scorecard is is a roller coaster. Like I love that type of shit. But I'm not playing him at fifteen percent at eighty six hundred dollars. Um, Westwood, I'm not as low on him as you are until you told me you think it's gonna be minus twenty two. Like I didn't think it was gonna be like that. I was, I was thinking like maybe like minus fourteen, minus eighteen. Um, we played well at Sawgrass. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like he might have lost his window, though, but he's only one and a half percent owned. So if he does turn it on, like, you'll be golden. Uh, you know, I'm on Luke List. Um, no explanation needed. Wise, like, no, no way. $8,300? $8,300? No. Absolutely not. I mean, I mean, he did almost win the Honda a couple weeks I, ago. Don't give a shit. He's 10% owned and All he's right. Aaron Wise. Um, I mean, he yeah. did win Trinity Forest, too. Don't care. Okay. Don't care. Uh, Just- don't shoot the messenger. No, that's fine. I'm just telling you. I don't care. 
the um the, and camera so i guess whatever man like i'm on cam champ uh maybe i maybe i fall, maybe it's like uh you know chicks dig the long ball capper digs a long drive you know what i mean like i i do I, I like i like him off the tee keith mitchell i'm off um but what's funny is we talked about him what prior to last week and i was like he can't be as bad as he was the week before when he lost like seven strokes putting and he wasn't but he still putted himself out of that fucking tournament and schwartzel i have no feel on 10 percent i'll just fade out of just pure ownership and Kucher at four damn it man and and siwoo for you yeah, obviously Sibu. So, well, yeah. so why should I like Sibu? All right. Fucking world-class iron player. Fucking great. He finished top 10 at Sawgrass, right? A more difficult course than this. Fair. Right? So so tell me why I should not like Sibu at 8,800. Now, 8,800, okay. that's not bad. All right. So the only other Tom Weisskopf golf course that uh, has four rounds is TBC Scottsdale. And Siwoo uh, Kim's history at TBC Scottsdale is it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. It's really bad. And that's a little concerning. Yeah. I mean, if I see TBC Scottsdale all over this place, T to green. Yeah. That's that's a reason for me to get off him, especially with his popularity. So, I yeah, mean, fine. I know that's not. Maybe, I I'll, that's maybe not, I'll just bet him. Maybe I'll, that's fine. Well, I know that's maybe. not enough to get you off him. It's enough for me to get off. Him. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And look, I already bet him outright. So maybe I can. Um, yeah, I can probably fade him. Okay. Especially my builds. But, no, I, I mean, you should go with your gut. I mean, this, yeah, no, no, this, listen, this for anybody else on the fence, though. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with my boy. I, I probably should limit it a little bit, though. I might be a little over leveraged at this point. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, before we jump into the 7K range, uh, look, man, no one's perfect. So, even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with a tournament on the line. So, if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash SGP now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation for ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own house. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships to you free within two business days. Uh, the whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without even leaving your house. Uh, complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash SGP now to get 15 bucks off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash SGP. Get started now and save fifteen dollars on your first month of treatment. Okay, all right, seven K. What we got? Well, oh, you're leading off. Oh, yeah. fuck! It's my turn. All <laughs> right. So, I mean, I'm already butthurt from fucking Gooch last weekend because uh, I also had him at the top twenty. Like you really got T twenty seven, yeah, but I had him at plus four fifty for a fucking top twenty, and he ruined that shit. Um, and he's fifty percent owned, so I'm gonna skip over Gooch this week. I'm going to skip Gim. I'm going back. I think I'm just kind of going back to what we were riding earlier in the year, like passing over that 7K chalk. Gim was always like fun for me. I mean, I took him at 6,900. Like, I feel like, like, I don't know. I, I just, it, man, 20% for a 7K guy, like, that just spells death. I, listen, even if they're wrong, I'd rather fucking, I'd rather be wrong. I'd just rather be wrong than lose 20% of my, you know what I mean? Like that much of my lineup, you can give so much leverage over that. And Brent Snedeker is 10% owned. No, like, I feel like that, like that's just name recognition, right? Like that seems like that would be like a, that would, that's that 
ownership percentage to me seems like almost like a major ownership percentage because you got a bunch of casuals coming in and clicking on it and be like, oh, I, I remember Seneca. He was really good. And they click on it because it's a cheap price. But I'm out on him. Uh, Can I make one interjection, by the way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I understand that like Snedeker is $800 less than Matt Kuchar, but they're the same player, basically. And so you could probably maneuver your lineup a little. I mean, because let's face it, like everybody other $8,500 basically the same player from like 7500 I would rather just play Matt Kuchar at 4% than Brant Snedeker at 10 Yeah. And, and, and they're both doing basically the same thing right now. And Snedeker's played okay lately. He yeah. definitely has. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, both, they're both about the same level right now. Yeah, I don't know. Just 10% for Seneca. No way. No fucking way. Um, Kazire used to be a little darling. Uh, he played well with the Valero. Um, I kind of like him. Um, definitely do, don't care about Ricky still. <laughs> um, Russell Knox, I was hoping the wind would get up a little bit. Um, so if it's going to get windy over the weekend, it's just got to make it to the cut. I like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I like him. Uh, I like some Straka, but uh, then I saw the ownership and I was like, nope. Okay, he's 12%. Why is Seb Straka 12% owned? Um, I don't know, actually. Yeah, it's, I mean, he doesn't only really pop on any of the ball striking numbers. I mean, I think he has good driving distance. He's a good putter. I think his birdie rates are okay. Um, I don't know, though. I don't think, I don't think there's a Texas connection. I don't. I have no, no. idea. You're supposed to tell me. Um, no. I don't mind CT Pan um, and Piercy. Like, dude. I mean, this is just this is just birdshot range, man. Like, pick your guys up top who you really believe in, and scatter shot some of these guys down here. I actually don't mind uh, Vegas again. Um, he's been playing really well, but the problem is, is um, the hell was it? I was looking at um, when I was looking at Fantasy National. It was. Uh, I think it's off the tee is like fucking like atrocious. I can't remember. If it's, I think it's it's either off the tee or the approach. It's just so bad that I can't believe he it's is. Off, it's off the tee. It's, it's bad. off the tee. A lot, lot of blue in my off the tee. <laughs> like, like I would look at. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's not that's not sustainable. But whatever, man. I love his backstory. Uh, I like to root for this dude. Um, so uh, I'm on. Uh, I'm on him again. Vegas at six percent. Like, this, like I said, man. This is a scattershot range. Just. I would say just avoid the chalk and, and 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 spread it around a little bit. Okay. All right. I mean, I think I agree with you that. Um, I mean, I typically like Taylor Gooch, but a he's gonna be really popular. B he doesn't do very well at these simple TPC setups in his career. Like he's losing strokes to the field, and he's played it a lot. Uh, he doesn't play a lot of Scottsdale either, so that's a little concerning. Like it seems like where Taylor Gooch plays well is like your Quail Hollows, your. Uh, Tory Pines, like all your tough demanding golf courses. And when you go to these simple setups, he hasn't been as good for whatever reason. So I think it's pretty easy to pass on him. I actually like another guy, $7,900, Alex Norin. You know, he's like, he can get lights out of the party. He's been doing a little better tee to green lately. You know, he's longer off the box than you think. Um, I mean, the ball striking numbers aren't awesome, but he can definitely be a type of guy that, you know, can go low numbers. Like I think last year, the three M open at TPC twin cities, he was like third. That was like a winning score, like 20 under. So he can get up there and he just eats up these TPC golf courses too. Like in his career, and he did pretty well at Scottsdale. So I kind of really like him. 
you know, same thing with like Charles Howell, like just plays well with these like simple setups. Like it seems like that's like that's been his cash cow through his career is these like, you know, PGA tours, like soft, safe setups. And I mean, he's not a guy that like he actually is pretty good off the tee, grains a lot of strokes, horrific with his irons. But if he's so good off the tee, then, you know, can he really set himself up for like manageable birdie looks by just like, you know, wedges and short irons in the greens? He's a great putter, good scrambler, too. Uh, I don't think he's getting all that much ownership, so I like him. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you, with Vijegas, like the, the off the tee numbers are concerning, but he's been so good everywhere else, including with the putter. And he's been good tee to green lately. So I, I still like him. Um, I mean, I want to like Harry Higgs. I think I'm only going to go with the top 20, though, with him. Like, it, it, like he seems like like he eventually will get a win. Like so, it's like a, like a prime. Yeah. Like I can I can see in my head like Harry Higgs wins the Byron up like Byron Hills. <laughs> right, is one of these long shot winners. I don't know. I looked at some of his recent performances. Like he was really bad TD Green last week. He really good with the putter. Like I'm that's a little concerning. I might just do like a top twenty with him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I mean, it's you know I think I'm fine with Kazire. Like I know Sepstraka is has some ownership. Maybe the hopefully the ownership's kind of lying to us. I don't mind him. <laughs> I don't mind him either, um, but I mean, seriously, 12, almost 12% for Seb Straka. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, like, I, I think Johnny Vegas, like, I know he's popular, but he pops up in the numbers, too. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't hate CT Pan on this. Um, I mean, are we overthinking James Hahn, the fact he finished second at this event in 2012, at this golf course in 2012? Super low, super low ownership, so. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing, like, garbage. Yeah, right? hot garbage, so, hot garbage. I mean, but it can turn around. Um, yeah. Seems like also has have a golf course where EVR can't get in too much trouble off the tee either. So oh, that's true. he played he played well in Texas. No, yeah. no, he plays okay at these TPC setups. So I don't hate him. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a good play though. Just avoid the chalk and uh, try and pivot when you can. Like, because I mean, that's a big range, a lot of range, and you know, I, I think there's definitely gonna be a few of these unheralded guys that definitely pop this week. No, absolutely. One. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Every fucking week. All right, so 6K. Uh, I, I feel like we don't have to spend too much time on this. Yeah, anybody you like down there? Uh, pass. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, I, I, I still, I, I'm always a sucker for KH Lee. Yeah, I like him too. But it's like six percent. Yeah, too much. I mean, Hank Labiota played pretty well TD Green last week. He put like ass. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's going to reverse a little bit. Um. I don't know. Like, there's some like bombers down here that you know are just bad. Everything else. Um, oh, one guy I forgot to mention up there, Wyndham Clark. Mm. I think I, I like him up in seven thousand hour range. Okay. I guess I can. I guess I can, I can lump him into here. Like, yeah, sure. He like the problem with him is he's he's big off the tee. Uh, he did, he did pretty well TD green. I think last week he's been in a rut with his putter, which is strange because like he. That's typically what he does. Like he tends to putt really well. The last few tournaments hasn't gone very well for him. I know he has it in him. His birdie rates are relatively okay. He played well at Twin Cities a couple years ago. He's played pretty well at some of these like TPC setups as well, just because he's so long. Yeah, he's kind of. I think he's a little bit of a dark horse this week. So, I, I mean, but other than that, though, I'm not really. I'm trying not to dip too much in this range. There's just a lot of guys. Like I think John Hum might have hit a wall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Danny Lee, but he withdrew last week. That's a problem. Danny's I don't a really maniac. Know. 
Is he a maniac? How yeah, is he a maniac? Is, is he the one? Was he the one who like nine putted that one and like almost withdrew? This was this season. Who oh that? yeah, that might, I forget. <laughs> yeah, I think that was him. That might the, have been uh, him. So I don't know. I mean, what about, K, what about KJ Choi? Texas course lives in Texas. Did well at the Valero. This is like you going with Von Taylor last week. Or, or Listen, that week. almost paid off. He dude, he was looking fine after round one, and then he. Chat all over himself around. Yeah, but listen, but I'm saying, like, listen, man, it's an old, it's an old dude, wily veteran. I, I don't know what he plays TPCs like, but I mean, lives in Texas. Does he, I think he made the cut at the Valero? Yeah, dude, he came in 30th at the Valero. Like, right. I mean, if if you want to turn, try and turn back the clocks with KJ, should we go for it? Listen, uh, listen, it's $6,200. Right? You just hope to Christ he makes a, a very cut. good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're talking about. Dog shit down here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen some love for Bo Hoag, too. I mean, he played well. I mean, if you want to draw the immediate comparisons to Scottsdale, he played well there. Yeah. And same thing with, like, a Mark Hubbard. Just you got to close your eyes because he's been awful at everything. Yeah, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, Chris Chris Ventura, like, he's no. long. He's a good putter. No. No. He has burnt me so many fucking times. I know he's burnt you, but he hasn't burnt everybody. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm, say, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying like, to, I, I'm I trying like to stop the spread of fucking herpes. Don't right. fucking bet on Ventura. Right. Well, he he's a name. I just threw it into the ether. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, anybody else you want to talk about? No, do you have anybody or no? no. Fuck it. No. Okay. All right. So, uh, who's the big uh, who's the big shot for the week? You got one? I mean, I think this is pretty easy, and it's it's I've defended this guy for a long time. Okay. Ever since last fall. And we have reached critical mass of Doug Gim love. Oh shit. Okay. And like this is this is a big heel turn for me. Because yeah. I love I, I, I didn't expect I didn't expect that. I really do love this kid. I mean, I, I, I think he's really good tea to green. Like I, I think big things are in, in for him, but he is so horrific with the putter right now. Like he's losing a shot and a quarter per round with a putter his last sixteen rounds, and it just, it just, it just stinks. And the fact that he's just like the only reason why he is popular this week is a because he's pumped every week on Pat Mayo, and b because everyone just puts in ball striking statistics on Fantasy National, and that's just what they go with. They don't do any thought behind this stuff. Yep. So I'm gonna fade the Uber chalk in the seven thousand dollar range of Doug Gim. I think he at least finishes outside the top fifty. Probably missed the cut. I think he's going to disappoint a lot of people this week. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that. I about. mean, like, like, listen, like, if if this is going to be like four under, five under for a cut, like, let's say he gets off to a pretty poor start with with the ball striking early, yeah. he can't really recover with the putter in order to keep up. Like, he might be like, I don't know, like six shots like behind of where the cut is probably going to end up. Like after yeah. day one, that that that's a tall ask. And that, yeah. that's, I think, a realistic possibility. Like, he's got off to really slow starts the past couple of tournaments, too, and then rallied on Friday. Like, I don't know if he can do that this time. Like, I don't think there's going to be guys coming back to him that will allow him to kind of backdoor a cut. So I think Doug Gim's going to miss the cut. And that pains me to say it. I love this kid, but, dude, fix your, fix your goddamn putter. Okay? <laughs> fix your goddamn putter. Please, please. And, get, and, get your, and, and cut your ownership in half. Yeah, please. for real. Yeah, I, he definitely gets that mayo bump. Um no questions about it. All right, so he's the uh, who you got for one and done. I mean, this is easy. Like I, I, I talked about him earlier last week. I had to beg you off of him because yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the Listen. mush of all mush. I know, so bad. I think this is going to be uh, the breakthrough victory for the Texas Twig himself, <laughs> Will Zalatoris. Texas Twig. 
Going to get his first win this week. My <laughs> one and done pick. Let's go. <laughs> the Texas twig. I like it. Um, all right. So who? Right, let's, let's first pull up who you have taken. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very sad path that's led you here. Hey, you're such a dick. <laughs> I just, I hey, I just report the news. Okay? I just don't understand how I can pick winners. But the fact you picked John Rom and it, a miscut, like of all the events, John Rom can miss the cut. Yeah, well, yeah, like come on, that, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm like uh, like speaking into existence at this point. Like I'm just putting it on it. So, so who do we want to fuck this week? Let's go that way. All right. Well, here are guys you've already taken who are in this field. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Palmer, Scotty Scheffler, Harris English, Daniel Berger, yeah. uh, Rom. That's it. That's so it. Yeah, like yeah, Bryson available. You got Spieth available. Fuck it. Let's take let's take Bryson and I'll put some money down on him. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, big boy. Go. Oh, I love you. Let's That's go, great. big boy. Let's go. There we go. Let's go. I love that take. There we go. Bryson DeChambeau wins the Byron Nelson. <laughs> Let's go. God, uh, that's that's going to be hell if he misses the cut. Dude, if he misses the cut, if that fucking happens, like we literally just have to, like I have to not think about it prior because I don't think about it prior. I literally give zero thought to my one and done because they all suck um, before coming on. And if that happens, like I, I'm going to bet Bryson and Miss Cut this week. We'll see what happens. Okay. I think I did. I didn't do it with Rob. I did it with one of my other guys and actually cashed. Um, <laughs> like I'll at least. All right. Moving to the betting card. We're gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's get to the betting card. But before, listen. If you haven't played on Underdog Fantasy, you have to check it out. Uh, some of their best fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around, uh, including the Best Ball Mania Two tournament, where you can win a million dollars. Plus, you can play a number of games involving. Involving parlaying player props on the NLB, MLB, NBA, and more. Uh, they also have a special NBA playoffs best ball tournament coming up as well. So go to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their best ball mania 2 tournament for your chance to win a million bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, let's go. All right, you- let's start first round leader. You got anything? So do we got any leans? I mean, now it's a new golf course, so no. Yeah, right, exactly. So I, yeah. so I only got five. I wanted to see what uh, our fucking Rain Man says for the rest of them. Uh, I got Fitz, Garcia, Champ, Peters, and KH Lee. Ooh, KH Lee, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think just go with guys that typically just play really well at TBC golf courses, uh, putt really well. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody at the top of the draft card ends up uh, I know this is so boring. Yeah, I know that, that's boring, but I mean, you see Matt Kuchar get out to an early lead. Oh, maybe Kuch. No, dude, where, where the fuck was Kuch last first round leader? I don't know, but he's going to be in this happy place. Must have been 12 years ago. Like, it's just, it 12 years, 12 years ago. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you can get like, I don't know, who's like a good putter gun, like TBC's, like, you know. Garcia, like a Pat, like a, like a Pat Gazire. Well, Garcia's not a good putter. I mean, that's, yeah, but but he's good on TBC golf courses. I mean, maybe, maybe Harris English gets lights out with the putter on day one. I don't know. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Um, I mean, yeah. So I just it's target those types of guys. But yeah. I mean, it's 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 gonna be a crapshoot. I mean, what I mean, anytime a term is a putting contest, first round first round leader is an absolute crapshoot. Yeah, take a bunch of stabs like down low. Yeah. Go CT Pan for all I care. 
Yeah. Do that. Oh, I'm not so, either. There you go. Uh, Even Patrick Rogers, because you think he can't putt, but he can. But what did he do the last two days, Steve? Sorry, he couldn't putt, but he did. Thank the first you. Okay. Thank you. All right, then, then we're half right then. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude finished top okay. 10 and sourcing. You fucking, you, you're the one who mushed him on fucking Saturday. Oh, Mr. Can't Putt Rogers, look what he's done. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, didn't you try to pump him up a little bit too? I think I just start, I think I think you started it. Yeah, I said I need all the good juju behind it. Like, let's my, go. My guys. my apologies that Patrick Rogers listened to some jabroni from Rochester, New York, and does a podcast, and that he's like, "Oh, I'm a little nervous." Steve thinks I'm going to yeah. do well. well. Your name is God of Golf, sir. I mean, yeah, I well, as well. Yeah. I'm sorry I smited him then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, what do you want to do next? You want to do matchups? You want to do positional props? Shit, like, I like. I, let's see, if you got any top twenties or top tens you want to give out, let's just do those. I, I just, mean, I, 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 got, I said four hundred. That's it. I yeah. have. I can't. I don't want to get on the outright. I don't like the outright price on Shuffler, but I have FOMO. I want to just have a little bit on him. I didn't find a matchup I liked. I found a top ten of two to one. I'm just going to take that. I mean, I know he has the mush stink, but it's only because it's only like he's just not going to win. Right. I mean, he could. Still finish top ten, so two yeah. to one. That's fine. I, 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 so I, I mean, we'll talk about him later. I doubled up on a, on Sergio Garcia for a top ten, uh, okay. four to one. I like him, and then we'll talk about him a little later uh, for a bigger bet. And as far as top twenties go, I mean, a lot of guys I like in the seven thousand dollar range. I just, I mean, let's 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 throw it out here. The the positional prop market this week is absolute garbage. Hot garbage. Sir. The the pricing is really really bad. Yeah. Um. So I'm still trying to work out and play, you know, trying to price shop a little bit as far as some top 20s, but just some guys I like, you know, like Charles Howell III, Alex Noren, Johnny Vegas. Um, I think Sebastian Munoz might have a decent week. It kind of, you know, this golf course kind of fits him too. Like Tom Hoagie. Wait, like, wait. So I, I got, I grabbed Munez. The only top 20 I did was Munez at plus, ooh, excuse me, plus 300. Okay. I mean, that's not a great price, not but great. no. I mean, it's better than a lot of you know, a lot of them this week. Like, I don't know, like James Hahn, like he finished second here. Like KH Lee, you know, Harry, like stuff like that. But like, just if you're gonna bet a lot of these, like, you gotta know the prices stink. So yeah. you know, if 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 I I would not be even be offended. If, like, you just decide not to bet positional props. And you yeah. do matchups and outrights. That's, that's- the pricing is bad. It's it's the, the top tens and top twenties are the missionary of betting right now. I mean, even the top ten pricing is bad too on a lot of these. The top guys. ten, it's even worse. Yeah. So like, I, I, like, like if I'm looking at guy, if, if you're looking at Munoz, like usually the top, the top ten is about uh, double what the top twenty price. So Munoz six to one to finish top ten. That's that price stinks. Yeah, price stinks. Yeah. So whatever. What about I mean, uh? So so if you're on Vegas too. Eight to mm-hmm. one top ten. That's garbage, man. It's Vegas. Eight to one. That's yeah, at least fucking fifteen I'm to one. You, it's gar- the, the pricing this week stinks. It's a it's it's a not a good stinks, betting. Gary, it stinks. Yeah. I mean, we, but I mean, at least we got the PGA next week where there's a plethora of bets, but we just gotta get to this week. So so much uh, money. So, yeah. All right. I mean, that's that's all I got for positional props. Um, I, I got a bunch of matchups I like though. All right, cool. All right, why don't you jump off first with the matchups? Okay. Uh, well, it's gonna make you smile. Okay. Uh, learned my lesson last week with Ricky. <laughs> not back. Definitely not, not back. Back. Um, it's a lot of juice. I realized I was starting to get really cute in my matchups. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop fucking around. Okay. Sergio minus 150 over Ricky. 
It's a lot of juice. I don't care. Listen, as a guy who's whatever. whatever. Listen, like I, I bet one unit on all these matchups is a lower pay pay price. Yeah. But you know what? Just trying to win. Oh, so yeah. gonna, oh, see, see, I adjust. Basically, see, I don't. I just it's one unit and then whatever the payout is. So, um, I also mentioned earlier that I don't really like Lee Westwood on this type of track. Okay. I have a really bad track record of Ben Eric Van Royen, but I don't think he should be the underdog just based on what they've all been doing like right. over the last year. Like Lee Westwood had the second place finish the player, second place finish at Bay Hill. Other than that, he hasn't been all that great. So yeah, and like I so I bet Van Royen minus one oh five over Westwood head to head. I, I think this is a good fit for uh Van Royen. Like there's not a whole lot of places you can get in trouble off the tape. Okay. I like that. I mentioned earlier, I don't really love Taylor Gooch this week. Like he seems like he does really well in hard golf courses on these TPC setups. He hasn't been as good. Um, I kind of like Cage Lee this week, and I'm, I can get okay. plus one and a half strokes at minus one ten over Gooch. Well, I, like I don't mind that. So I like, I like getting those stroke and a half. Okay, yeah. When when the price is reasonable, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, I'm paying a lot of juice again for this, but. I mean, it's it's kind of sad to see what happened to Kevin Chapel after the back surgery. And he just hasn't been playing good. And I, I like Tom Hoagie a lot this week. It's minus 150 over Chapel. I like that one. Just Chapel's just not playing very well. Like ever yeah. since he came back in the 2019 Greenbrier, he shot, I think, a 59 right off the bat. Ever since then, it's, it has not been going very well for him. You know more about Kevin Chapel than Kevin Chapel's old mother does. Yeah. Um, it's as great. <laughs> So uh, this is going really low at the bottom of the barrel. Um, so t- Satoshi Godaira, out of nowhere, played well last week. No, and did, he, did he miss a cut? No, he finished like T11 last week. I swear to Christ, he missed the cut. Satoshi Kadaira. No, he, he played very well. It, okay. He missed three straight, and then, and then he finished T11. He did it all in the back of his putter, and like the putting has been hot garbage all year. I think that regresses. I kind of like Hank Lebiota this week. He's minus 120 over Kadaira. I mean, I don't even need, like, Lebiota to do all that much. I don't think Kadai is going to make the cut this week. Okay. I like Lebiota there. And then he's my boy. <laughs> but I found a price of Fitzpatrick even against Kepka. That's wrong. <laughs> Shouldn't it should it should. Kepka should not be minus 130 over Fitzpatrick, just based on how they're both playing. I'm not even all that high on Fitzpatrick, but we have absolutely no idea what Kepka's going to do this week. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be shaking off the rust week for him. I can't imagine that knee is feeling pretty good. No. So I took Fitzpatrick even over Kepka. Uh, I'm sorry, Brooks. I still love you, but <laughs> I want you to stay off social media and rehab that knee, okay? Are you guys still in marriage counseling? Because you guys divorced and then you guys got back together. So is the is the uh, is the counseling going well? No, I'm just I'm setting boundaries. No, oh, that's nice. That's good. That's yeah, good. You, you have to openly communicate on what each of you want. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I'm telling him stay off social media. Get the knee better. <laughs> He's start not winning again. Start killing everybody. That's uh, why. He doesn't even have to win to win a shit ton of money with his social media thing, and that's the problem. Um, the uh, so uh, kind of on the same page. So like, I got Leishman plus one twenty five over Brooks. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll take See, that, that. That one I thought about, but Leishman can blow up like 
Listen, all these fucking guys can blow up. And that I like true. I love the plus number. And especially listen, last I'm weekend sorry. I literally I went from like man, like Thursday, all right, I bet too chalky, fucking went like whatever, like one and three. And I took a beating on the fucking juice. And I was like, all right, so all right, let's be careful on the juice. And then so like Friday, tried to bet more even went fucking oh and six or one and five. And I was like, fuck it, I need the favorites again. <laughs> Saturday, got my teeth kicked in again. Thank yeah. fucking Christ for Rory. Seriously, thank fucking Christ for Rory. Yeah, last week was a tough scene for a lot of matchups. And yeah. I, I, I like, like I said earlier, I think a lot of sharp guys aren't doing well with the matchups right now, and I think it's going to reverse pretty soon. Dude, that was that was this past weekend was easily, and I mean fucking easily, my worst fucking weekend for matchups. In, yeah, me too. I can't even fucking remember. It was yeah. fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Thank God I hit the outright. That's what pisses me off about hitting an outright. Especially a short outright where you only put like 50 bucks on it. It's like, uh, uh, like what, what is that? Like fucking, ugh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. The, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so I, I'm going with the uh, with the burger over Spieth because of COVID narrative. Um, like we said, burger's got all the tools, likes to play here. Fine with that. Um, I'm actually going against you. Not against you, but um, I'm taking a list. Uh, minus 120 over Norn. Um, I don't hate that. And then uh, I'm with you on fading Gim. I'm taking. I'm sure you're not gonna like who I'm taking, but I saw the plus sign. So uh, scam champ uh, plus one of five. God, but it's plus money, man. <laughs> and then and then I'm taking both Sergio and Siwu Palmer at one minus one fifteen and minus one twenty five respectively. All right, I like those. Let's get back in the plus on matchups this week. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. We got this. All right. And I'll I'll put out some first round matchups uh, probably tomorrow. I usually typically throw out the first round matchups with my first round leaders when I end up probably about ten o'clock Eastern. It's usually when I do it in Slack. Okay. All right. How about why don't you jump off with outrights? All right. So all right. So I only got five this week. Um, yeah, I got five too. I'm keeping my options open. Yeah, me too. And, and I really think like like a Bryson or a Rom or somebody really short. Like I probably just kind of start out slow and I could jump on them like you said in Slack channel. Like that's the way to do it with those short numbers. Um so Will Z, uh I'm on. Siwu, Luke List, <laughs> Scam Champ, and Cars and Garcia. That's who I'm on. No What was shots. the number on Cam Champ? Uh eight hundred. So eighty. Eight yeah. I mean I I can oh, see right? I listen, I can see betting an outright on Cam just because his ceiling is the massive. Roof. The floor is hell. Like, literally hell. <laughs> So, I don't hate that one as much. I thought about that because he can be an explosive golfer, but I mean, I would never use Cam Champ in the matchup. Like, good, good, good luck with that. Um, I like roller coasters, man. Yeah. So, I mentioned I was really high on Will Zalatoris. Uh, I got him at twenty-eight to one. Uh, I think just twenty-eight. Yeah. I mean, I I got on that pretty early. When it's, I, on Monday, I saw just when the odds came out. I'm like, all right, boom. Let's go with that. Um, I bet Sergio 45 to 1. I like the number. Yeah, so I got two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there you go. So we're on the same page there. I'm on Alex Noren 100 to 1. And I, I talked about this a lot on my preview pod, um, yet, well, this morning, not yesterday. <laughs> um, so I took a look at what types of guys win these low purse rinky dink events before a major. And there's been 25 events. 12 of them have been 50 to 1 or better, and 10 of them have been 100 to 1 or worse. And there's kind of like a dead zone of 
50 to 100. Yeah. So I tried to avoid that range. So I basically went top of the chart and then throw a couple darts. Um, so I'm on Norin 100 to 1. Um, I just got, I got a funny feeling about Wyndham Clark this week. Yeah, what like, is that? Just, it's twice you've matched him. I know. I, I just, I have a funny feeling that, like, he's been in the mix a couple times. Like, like he was in the mix of the Genesis. I remember he was in the mix at Twin Cities and our TBC golf course with a bunch of low scoring. I don't know. Like, I just, I got a yeah. funny feeling. Right. Go with your gut, Steve. That's what you're and doing. And same thing with Tom Hoagie. Like, I bet him a couple times. He's had a couple of Coke's calls. Like, he was in the mix of Pebble. I think he played well with Valero, too. Played well with Valero, yeah. So I'm going to go back to that. And then I, I'm only going doing those five. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. I bet Daniel Berger 18 to one, but then I found out he was Andrew curse. So I don't want to give that out to you guys, <laughs> but I am a Daniel Berger. I got a good price on him. I, I liked him a lot, but then I found out he was just most to the moon. Um, so yeah, I'm technically on six, but I'm keeping my options open. I'm probably going to live that, see what happens. Cause I mean, yep. it's probably going to be someone we didn't even mention that ends up winning this, this thing. So I mean, listen, but yeah, I mean, there's 170, yeah, but that's why you lied that after fr- on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Live bet on Friday, live bet on Saturday. And uh, listen, sometimes you even take a shit number on fucking Sunday. Uh, if you got enough, uh, bullets to fire just to make up for all the other art you put out, man, just to break even. Listen, I will happily fucking fire a huge bullet at somebody that's fucking plus 150 that's clearly going to win the fucking tournament. Thanks there's for no giving me the of, There's no shame in breaking even in golf. No, fuck no. no there isn't. Um, all right, man. Anything else? I think we're good. I think uh, we're- I'm tired. Yeah, I I've talked a lot of golf today because I did technically two podcasts. And uh, yeah, the guy of golf needs to sleep. All right, all right. You can get your beauty rest thing you need. The um, so listen, go to his article, uh, read uh, read up a little bit of the course. He gives you a little more uh, breakdown as far as best bets and things like that. Um, a little more uh, than what we talk about because I constantly take him off track. Um, but go go read that and then listen at the bottom of that stuff. Go to the Slack channel, man. Seriously. Once again, uh, I say I'll go on Twitter and do better, and I never do, as Moonoff and everyone else called me out last week. I was like, I posted a video. I posted a video. What else do you want from me? I didn't type out my picks. I posted a video. Right, Steve? Yes. I, I need, I th- thank you. That's doing better. Right? But come to the Slack channel. That's where you engage with people. Like, who knows what happens on Twitter? The place is a goddamn cesspool. Uh, Slack channel, nice, loving golf community. We all bet on the same shit. Fucking let's go. Like, that's where you need to come. Come to the Slack channel. You can follow me on Twitter to come to the Slack channel, Boston underscore Capper, um, for my random like midnight tweets after I've had too many gins. So uh, those are always fun to watch too. So listen for myself and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. It's the Byron Nelson. Cash some more fucking tickets. PGA next weekend. Let's fucking go.